Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. You're listening to Luke's English Podcast. For more information, visit teacherluke.podomatic.com. Hello, welcome to Luke's English Podcast. You're listening to episode six. This is Luke, of course. Hello, uh, how are you? I hope you're well. Uh, I'm, I'm fine, thanks. I'm just uh, sitting here in my living room again. Um, it's a Thursday evening. Um, I always seem to do these podcasts on a Thursday for some reason. I don't know why. Maybe it's because um, I usually do nothing on a Thursday. But anyway, it's Thursday evening. I'm... I'm relaxing, having a nice evening, and um, I've had a few emails recently, and um, I've had one email from Miho in Japan, again, uh, a regular emailer, hello, hello Miho, how are you, um, and she emailed me saying, um, have you heard about um, Susan Boyle, right, now she's asking me about um, someone called Susan Boyle, and have I heard about her? because she's very famous at the moment in Japan. And, well, it's funny you should ask that, because uh, I have heard about Susan Boyle, of course, because everybody now knows about Susan Boyle. It seems that she's famous all over the world now, which is incredible. It's, um, it's a sort of big, incredible story that everybody's talking about. Um, it's quite interesting um, for, for lots of reasons. Um, one of the main ones being that she's become famous overnight. Um, she's um, suddenly very, very famous. Now, if you don't know who she is, um, I'm going to tell you about her in the feature section of the podcast. So I'm going to talk about Susan Boyle. Who is she? Uh, why, you know, why is she famous? Also, I'm going to um, interview a few people, some of my friends, just to see what their opinion of Susan Boyle is. I'm going to be teaching you some bits of language that you're going to hear people uh, using in those interviews. And then the language section at the end of the podcast is going to be some idioms, some useful common idioms that people use to describe uh, personality, character and appearance. Okay? So... Hold tight, it's section two coming up now, the feature section, Susan Boyle. Here we go. Right then, Susan Boyle, who is she? Well, I'm going to explain it for you now. Susan Boyle is um, a Scottish singer who recently appeared on the TV show Britain's Got Talent. Now, Britain's Got Talent is a very popular show here. It's broadcast on Saturday night um, on ITV. That's one of the TV channels here. It's very popular. And in Britain's Got Talent, what happens is uh, you get um, singers, uh, musicians from all over the country, and they want to become famous. So these are just 
normal, ordinary people, members of the public, who want to become famous. And they can go on Britain's Got Talent as a chance of becoming famous. Okay, So they go on the show and they have to sing a song in front of three judges. Okay, So the, the judges are um, a man called Simon Cowell, uh, who is a kind of music industry executive um, who has started the careers of lots of um, British pop stars. So he's a kind of British um, pop star manager. That's Simon Cowell. Uh, the second one is a woman called Amanda Holden. And she's an actress, um, a very famous actress in Britain. Um, and the third judge is called Piers Morgan. And Piers Morgan is a journalist who used to uh, be the editor of the Daily Mirror. That's one of the biggest newspapers in the UK. Okay, so those are the three judges. And um, the members of the public come on the show, they sing a song in front of the judges, and the judges have to decide if that person is going to go through to the next round. Okay, so the judges say yes or no. If they get uh, the right number of yes votes, these people go through to the next round, until eventually um, you get one person at the end who wins. And I think they get a record contract. But um, the person who wins usually becomes very rich and famous. Okay? Now, Susan Boyle recently appeared on Britain's Got Talent. And um, she sang um, a song from the musical Les Miserables. And um, it was actually a very special moment in the show. Because um, basically when she, when she came onto the stage, um, all of the audience and the judges um, immediately made a judgment about her appearance because she she's um she's actually 47 years old um she's a, she's very ordinary looking i mean it's not it's not rude really to say it. well it might be a bit rude to say it but she's not pretty she's not really good looking i mean she you know she's not exactly beautiful right so she's very ordinary looking she doesn't look glamorous she looks a bit like, you know, your next door neighbour or something, you know. She's very ordinary looking. And she does look a bit strange as well, actually, to be honest. Um, so when she came on stage, nobody expected um, her to be talented at all. In fact, uh, because on the show normally uh, they get lots of uh, people who are very strange, right? You get all these weird, strange people who go on it, who think that they're very talented and they sing and they're absolutely terrible and everyone laughs at them and the judges um, criticise them and they don't win, right? So that's what happens a lot. So when Susan Boyle came on the stage, everyone expected her to be awful and have a terrible voice, but she didn't. She, had, she actually has a fantastic voice and it was a very touching a very moving performance, uh, the way she sings. Um, and you could see it in the audience and you could see it in the judges' faces. Everyone was very emotionally touched by uh, her performance. And something about the, the fact that she looks normal, she looks ordinary, but she's got a beautiful singing voice, has made uh, Susan Boyle into a massive international star. She's very, very, very famous in America now. She's famous all over the UK. And she's famous all over the world. Even Miho in Japan 
knows all about her. Okay, you you've probably heard about her yourself. Um, the clip of her her performance is available to to watch on YouTube. So if you go to YouTube and type in Susan Boyle, you can see it. And more than 100 million people have seen her performance on YouTube. More than 100 million people. And I think that is the most watched clip on YouTube ever. So it's amazing. It's absolutely amazing how famous she is. And this has happened in really just a couple of weeks. So it's really, really incredible. Um, just a bit more information about Susan Boyle. She's, um, let's see, uh, she left school when she was 16 years old and um, she doesn't really have many qualifications. She um, has been unemployed for most of her life. Um, she isn't married. In fact, she says that she's never been kissed even. So, you know, she's she hasn't really had much of a an exciting life actually. She's very normal, very ordinary. Um, she's never really sung um, or performed on stage before. She, she, um, she sings karaoke in her village sometimes. But um, for some reason she's got an incredible voice. Okay? Now I'm actually going to play you um, a clip from the performance, a clip from Britain's Got Talent. Okay? So what you're going to hear is um, Susan Boyle coming onto the stage. You're going to hear some people talking. You'll hear the audience sort of laughing at her. Uh, Susan Boyle answers a few questions and then she starts to sing and you can hear the audience's reaction. They're really amazed. And you can hear how beautiful her voice is. I mean, I don't usually like this kind of music. Um, I don't usually listen to music like this, but even I think that it, it is a, a beautiful voice and it is there is something special about her her performance so I'm going to play it for you now um, there may be some things that you don't understand in this clip um, don't worry because I will teach you or I, I will explain some of the things that they said after the clip now if you listen to the song and you can't understand the words don't worry, you can read the lyrics, you can read the words to the song on the webpage, that's teacherluke.podomatic.com. You can actually read the, the words there. Um, and I hope you enjoy it, and it should give you an idea of, of why this is so special. I, I will also uh, post um, um, a link to the video uh, on YouTube, so you can actually watch the video on YouTube as well. Okay, so here's the clip. I hope you like it. Hi, what's your name, darling? My name is Susan Boyle. Okay, uh, Susan, and where are you from? I am from Blackburn near Bathgate, West Lothian. It's a big town. It's a sort of collection of, it's a collection of uh, villages. I to think there. And how old are you, Susan? I am 47. And that's just one side of me. <laughs> okay, what's the dream? I, I'm trying to be a professional singer. And why hasn't it worked out so far, Susan? I've never been given the chance before, but here's hoping it'll change. 
Okay, and who would you like to be as successful as? Elaine Page. Elaine Page. Like what are you going to sing tonight? I'm going to sing I Dreamed a Dream from the Miserables. Okay. Big song. <laughs> yeah? Yes. I dreamed a dream in time gone by. Susan Piers. Without a doubt, that was the biggest surprise I have had in three years on this show. When you stood there with that cheeky grin and said, I, I want to be like Elaine Page, everyone was laughing at you. No one is laughing now. That was stunning. An incredible performance. Amazing. I'm reeling from shock about you two, but... I am so thrilled because I know that everybody was against you. I honestly think that we were all being very cynical, and I think that's the biggest wake-up call ever. And I just want to say that it was a complete privilege listening to that. It was instant <laughs> brilliant. 
Susan, I knew the minute you walked out... Oh, Simon! ...on that stage that we were going to hear something extraordinary, and I was right. Not a lot of touch. Susan, you are a little tiger, aren't you? I don't know about that. You are? OK, moment of truth. Here's yes or no. The biggest yes I have ever given anybody. Amanda? Yes, definitely. Susan Boyle, you can go back to the village with your head held high. It's three S's. Says that's the biggest yes he's ever given on the show in, in three series. Yeah. Right? Oh my god! Most extraordinary shock we've ever had. Just so emotional, unbelievable, and emotional, and fantastic. Oh, oh my god! Just, oh, just, just so emotional. Oh, no, I'm not really crying, but um, wow. Quite emotional. Everyone's sort of amazed about it. Uh, extraordinary. The most amazing experience in my whole life, right? So you can see how um, passionate she was and see how impressed the judges were. Um, let's see. There may be some language uh, that you heard there that you didn't understand. Uh, it might have been a bit difficult to understand everything they said. So go to the web page, you will see a script of the conversations and a script of the song, the, the lyrics there, so you can read them and understand everything. But I'm also going to teach you a few things or explain a few things that they said as well. So let's do that now. Okay, uh, first of all, Susan Boyle's from Scotland. So she's got a Scottish accent, um, sometimes for learners of English. That's a little bit difficult to understand. So she, she's got a bit of a Scottish accent, which makes it hard to understand. Um, she said, um, let's see, um, um, Simon Cowell said, and how old are you, Susan? And she said, I'm 47, and that's just one side of me, right? So what she's, if you say that's just one side of me, it means that is just one part of my personality, yeah? So she, what she's saying is, I'm 47, I'm a normal, um, you know, ordinary middle-aged woman, but there is another side to me which is exciting and passionate and talented, right? Um, okay, Simon Cowell said, what's the dream? She says, I'm trying to be a professional singer. And Simon Cowell says, and why hasn't it worked out so far, Susan? So there's a phrasal verb there, to work out. If something works out, it means it's a success. It is successful. So he said, why hasn't it worked out so far? And it, he means, why haven't you had any success yet being a singer? Okay, so after Susan sang her song, Piers Morgan um, said, without a doubt, that was the biggest surprise I have had in three years of this show. When you stood there 
with that cheeky grin and said, I want to be like Elaine Page. Everyone was laughing at you. No one's laughing now. Um, a cheeky grin. A cheeky grin. Well, a grin is like a smile on your face, yeah? Um, and a cheeky grin is one that... Um, let's see. It's difficult to explain. Um, cheeky means that you're a little bit rude, yeah? But you're, but you're joking as well. Like, for example, if you have um, a child in a, in a school... Uh, a child who maybe asks a slightly rude question to the teacher, that's a cheeky child. And it's a collocation, we say cheeky grin. So it's like a sort of slightly rude little grin on your face, a rude little smile, a cheeky grin. Okay, um, uh, let's see. Piers Morgan also said that was, um, that was stunning, an incredible performance. Well, you know stunning, it means like shocking, uh, amazing. So amazing that I didn't know what to do, or so amazing that I, I couldn't move, right? It was stunning. And he said, I'm reeling from shock. I'm reeling from shock. So if you're reeling, it means that you are um, struggling to recover, okay? You're tr you can't quite recover, okay? So perhaps you can't think straight, or you can't control yourself. So I'm reeling from shock, um, okay? Okay, um... Amanda Holden said, I'm so thrilled because I know everybody was against you, right? So to be against something means to like disagree with it or to um, not support it, yeah? So everyone was against um, Susan Boyle because of her appearance. So she said, I I'm so thrilled because I know everybody was against you. I honestly think we were all being very cynical. Now, cynical... Um, means when you expect ba only bad things, right? So, for example, you expect people to be selfish or you expect people to um, 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 n not be talented. Um, so, for example, when everyone saw uh, Susan Boyle and her appearance, everyone just expected her to be um, crazy or expected her to, be, to have uh, a very bad voice, right? So it's cynical. So being cynical means that you expect only the bad things, okay? Um, yeah, okay. So that's cynical. Um, Amanda Holden also said, um, she said, I just want to say that it was a complete privilege listening to that. So a privilege is like uh, when you have a very special opportunity to do something. So a special opportunity that most people don't have. Okay, so for example, um, Amanda and, and the audience were very privileged to see Susan Boyle singing because most people didn't have the opportunity to do it. So she was, you know, she had a very special opportunity. She was privileged. Okay, um, we often say that um, rich people in society are privileged because they have more opportunities than, than everyone else because they're rich. Okay, okay, so when. Um, Simon says, yes. He said, um, Susan Boyle, you can go back to the village with your head held high because it's three yeses. Okay, so to do something with your head held high means that you can do something with a feeling of pride. So you can feel very proud that you've done something very well. So you hold your head up high. Okay, it's the opposite of having, letting your head go down. So if your head is down, it means you're ashamed or very disappointed. 
but if you hold your head high, it means you're very proud, very pleased um, that you've done something. Okay, right. So those are basically the things that they said uh, in that clip. Um, what I'd like to just talk about now is why. Uh, why is uh, Susan Boyle such a famous person? What is it that has made this so special? And I've done a bit of research. I've been kind of reading articles about her and so on. And it seems that basically um, this is about appearances and the fact that we judge people by appearances. So actually, Susan Boyle um, did an interview with the Washington Post, an American newspaper, and she said it very clearly. She said, modern society is quick to judge people on their appearances. There is not much you can do about it. It's the way they think and it's the way they are. But maybe this could teach them a lesson or set an example. So, yeah, what she's saying is that these days in society, people just judge you by the way you look. But um, hopefully this, this situation could help people to realise that it's not just the appearances, that it's what's inside that counts. Okay? Um, other newspaper articles uh, on the internet have said um, that this situation, this story, is really about, um, it's, it's really a victory uh, for talent and artistry. So it's a victory for talent and artists um, in a culture which is obsessed with physical attractiveness and uh, physical presentation. Um, yeah, so Amanda Holden, again, said that everyone was cynical when she came out, but listening to her sing was a wake-up call. A wake-up call. A wake-up call is something that wakes you up, something that sort of makes you realise something. A wake-up call. Now, you get a wake-up call in the hotel um, in the morning. That means that the, um, the, the front desk, the, uh, what are they called? The receptionist, the, the customer services, will call your room to wake you up in the morning. That, that's a wake-up call. But it's also used to mean something that makes you realise something, something that opens your eyes. Okay? Um, so it was the greatest wake-up all ever. Um, other newspapers are saying that... Um, um, this story is interesting because it's about the contrast between Susan Boyle's appearance and her singing. So the fact that, you know, she looks so ordinary and a little bit ugly, but actually her singing uh, was so good, it was a big surprise and it makes it very interesting. It just makes it a kind of exciting experience to watch. Um, other people are saying that this is an underdog story. Now, an underdog is the person or the team, if it's a, a, a football game, uh, the person who you expect to lose. Okay, So that's the underdog, the person you expect or the team that you expect to lose. So, for example, in a football game, um, let's see, if it's like Manchester United against maybe like a small local Japanese team, so it could be like Manchester United against um, Hiratsuka's Shonan Belmare, who are a kind of low-quality uh, Japanese football team from Hiratsuka in Kanagawa Prefecture. Right? Um, so if it was Manchester United versus Shonan Belmare, then um, 
Obviously, Shonan Belmare are the underdog. Nobody expects them to win. But people like to support the underdog. And if the underdog wins, it's fantastic. And everyone is very excited and pleased about it. So really, Susan Boyle's story is an underdog story. It has a very powerful effect on the audience. Um, other people are saying that this is really a victory for middle class or uh, sorry middle aged women not middle class women middle aged women um, because usually in in our culture you know pop stars and in you know on TV um, the media is obsessed with younger women you know like sexy younger women and that's all you see in music videos and on MTV but this is really a victory for Older women, middle middle aged women, right? Um, Susan Boyle is an every woman. She's an every woman. That means that everyone um, can relate to her. Everyone feels the same as her. Every, everyone feels like they are similar to her. Everybody knows somebody like uh, Susan Boyle. She could be your next door neighbour. She could be, you know, your maths teacher at school or something. So she's she's just like everybody else. She's an every woman. And that means that people can relate to her story. Also, the Americans um, love Susan Boyle. And there is something very American about her story. I mean, she's not American, she's Scottish. But the Americans love um, an underdog. And they, they obviously believe in the American dream, which means that anybody can, can get to the top. So even the most normal, ordinary person can go straight to the top. And this is a good example of the American dream, that Susan Boyle came from nowhere, went on this show, um, sang beautifully, and now she's famous all over the world. Yeah. So that's, um, that's the story. Um, recently, she's been in papers here in the UK. There are pictures of her that have been taken. She's had a, a makeover. So now, you know, you can see her in the newspapers wearing a leather jacket and a Burberry scarf. You know, she looks cool and everything now, but really I think the people will remember her as being the ordinary middle-class, uh, sorry, middle-aged uh, Scottish uh, woman who um, made everyone feel very emotional and surprised everyone with her fantastic voice. Now, I expect that uh, Susan Boyle won't stay famous for very long, um, she'll probably be famous for, you know, a few months or so. But after that, I think people will, will just forget about her. Um, the, the artist, the, the modern artist, Andy Warhol, um, said a famous quote um, once, I think in the 1960s. He said, in the future, everyone will be famous for 15 minutes. And I think that... This could be proof that, uh, that Andy Warhol was right. And I think that um, Susan Boyle probably won't be famous for, for very long. She'll be famous for 15 minutes. Well, not literally 15 minutes, but it means she'll have a short period of, of fame. Um, I think she's going to release a CD, which Simon Cowell is going to um, publish. So you might be able to listen to her singing on CD. She'll probably become very, very rich. Um, but I expect that she won't be famous for very, very long. Uh, that's my prediction. I might be wrong. I might be wrong. She might become 
you know, the next um, big, big thing who is famous for, for a long, long time. But I think it's really just that one moment when she appeared on uh, Britain's Got Talent that will will be remembered. Yeah. Okay, so that's that. Um, don't forget, if you've got questions about that, or if you have comments, please let me know. I'd like to hear what you think of Susan Boyle. Is she famous in your country? Um, what do you think of her? And do you think that she will be famous forever? Or will she just be famous for a few months? Okay, now... Um, <clears throat> what I'm going to do tomorrow is um, record some of my friends. I'm going to interview a few people and ask them what they think of Susan Boyle. So I will post those interviews in another podcast. Okay. So I'm going to post this podcast on the internet tonight and I will do some interviews tomorrow and I will post those uh, interviews in another extra podcast that you will be able to download probably over the weekend. Okay, so um, next you're going to hear the language section when I'm going to teach you some idioms. Hey everyone, I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at Airbnb.com slash post. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Okay, so idioms. I thought it would be um, interesting to teach you some idioms about appearance and about uh, people's character and personality. I feel like it uh, relates to the Susan Boyle situation quite well. Um, just a little bit of information about idioms. What is an idiom? Well, an idiom is a fixed expression that people often say as part of their normal conversation. It's a fixed expression which is very difficult for learners of English to understand. And that's because you, um, you can't understand it just by looking at the individual words. So if I give you an idiom um, um, and you just look up the words in the dictionary, you might not be able to understand what it means. So the words together have another meaning. Um, everyone has idioms. You, have, you will have idioms in your languages that will be different, difficult to explain to someone to, who's learning the language. Um, but, and we certainly have a lot of idioms in English, and they're, they're rather difficult for learners um, to learn, but they're also difficult to understand when you hear them being used in conversation. 
native speakers use idioms all the time when they're when they're talking, when they're writing to each other and so on. So I'm going to teach you some useful idioms that you can use to describe personality and character. Okay. Okay, so the first idiom is don't judge a book by its cover. Don't judge a book by its cover. Now, you could say that that's not an idiom because you can probably understand what it means actually. But don't judge a book by its cover means you shouldn't judge somebody just by the way they look. You need to get to know them first before you can make a judgment about them. So just like you, you wouldn't judge a book by looking at the cover and looking at the picture on the cover, you have to judge a book by opening it and reading it. It's the same about a person. So, for example, if you look at Susan Boyle, you think, oh, she's just a boring uh, middle-aged woman, right? But don't judge a book by its cover. Actually, she's very interesting. She's got a beautiful voice. She's very talented. Yeah. Now, the next one is, is very similar in meaning. And it's, um, there is more than meets the eye. There's more than meets the eye. Okay? So, there's more than meets the eye means the same thing as don't judge a book by its cover, really. It means, um, um, the way someone looks or the way something looks doesn't show you what um, is inside, okay? Or doesn't show you what it really is. So, again, again, Susan Boyle, you look at her, you think, oh, she's just sort of an ordinary person. But no, there's more than that. There's more than meets the eye. Actually, she's, she's very talented and interesting, okay? So there's more than meets the eye. Um, the next one is, uh, she's a class act. She's a class act. So a class act um, is somebody who's, who's excellent at what they do. Somebody who is very, very good at what they do. So Susan Boyle is a class act because she's, she's got a great voice. Okay. Um, okay. Okay, the next one is, um, um, he's a laughing stock. He's a laughing stock. So a laughing stock is someone who has done something very stupid in public and now everybody's laughing at them. Nobody takes them seriously anymore and everybody thinks that they are stupid, right? So for example, if Susan Boyle hadn't sang very well, if she had had a very bad voice or if she'd done something very stupid, then she would be a laughing stock, okay? She isn't a laughing stock at all. She's actually great. Everyone thinks she's fantastic. But a laughing stock is somebody who's done something really stupid and everyone is now laughing at them. Um, I, let's see. Um, you could say perhaps that George Bush is a bit of a laughing stock because of his bad English, right? Um, he often made bad English mistakes when he spoke and so he's a laughing stock, particularly in America. I mean... Um, the Americans love to laugh at George Bush now. Um, some of them don't, but a lot of them do. Yeah, he's a laughing stock, I think. <clears throat> okay, the next one is to have moral fibre. To have moral fibre, okay? So, um, moral fibre is the inner strength. So, the strength that you have in your personality, which helps you to do what you believe is right, 
in a difficult situation. So, for example, you could say, he didn't have the moral fibre to be a leader. Right? He didn't have the moral fibre to be a leader. So, in order to be a leader, you need to have like strength of personality. Strength of personality. And we describe that as moral fibre. So, for example, you, you need to have a lot of moral fibre to be a good president. So, um, probably Barack Obama seems to have a lot of moral fibre, right? Okay. Okay, a similar expression is to have the courage of your convictions. To have the courage of your convictions. Now, if you have the courage of your convictions... It means you're brave enough to do what you feel is right, even if other people disagree with you, right? So, for example, um, okay, let's take the example of Charles Darwin. Charles Darwin um, was the man who came up with the theory of evolution, okay? Now, he came up with that idea when nobody else believed in evolution. He was the only one. And everyone else disagreed with him, but he had the courage of his, his convictions. He wrote um, books about it, and now we know uh, that he was right, that um, evolution is, is true. Okay, I mean, I, I believe in evolution, um, so Darwin had the courage of his convictions, and now we know that he was right, actually. Okay. Um, another expression is uh, to be bold as brass, to be bold as brass, okay? Now, if you're bold as brass, it means that you're very confident, okay? You're, you're sort of, you're, you're, if you're so confident that you're not worried about how other people will think about you, okay? So, for example, Susan Boyle walked onto the stage and she was bold as brass, right? She didn't. She wasn't worried about what people thought of her. Okay, bold as brass. Um, okay, another nice expression is, his bark is worse than his bite. His bark is worse than his bite. Okay, this means um, um, if someone's bark is worse than their bite, it means that they might get angry. They might shout. They might seem to be very frightening and scary, but actually they're not really scary. They won't do anything dangerous, okay? And um, a bark and a bite, we, we uh, associate with a, with a dog, right? So we can use it to talk about a dog who makes a lot of noise, like that, barking, but the bark is worse than the dog's bite, okay? So it barks a lot, but it doesn't bite. Its bark is worse than its bite. But we can also use that expression to talk about people. So if there's someone you know who is perhaps very angry, they shout, they get angry very easily, um, but actually they're not very dangerous as a person. Actually they're quite friendly. Um, you can say his bark is worse than his bite. Okay. So maybe someone like Simon Cowell, who's one of the judges on the show, he seems to be a very sort of angry guy, right? And he's, he, he's um, critical, yeah? But actually, when you get to know him, he's probably quite a nice person, I think. He's got a big heart. So his bark is worse than his bite. And the, the last idiom I'm going to teach you is um, 
She's a barrel of laughs. She's a barrel of laughs. Okay? Now, a barrel of laughs means someone who's really, really good fun. Someone who's very, very funny. Okay? Someone who laughs a lot and someone who makes you laugh a lot. Yeah? Um, so, for example, um, if you know someone who's really funny, um, when you spend time with them, you laugh a lot, you have a really good time, you can say, oh, she's just a barrel of laughs. Okay? Um, now, a barrel is a kind of container, like a wooden container that um, you can use to, to keep beer in. You might put beer in it, yeah? So if you have a barrel full of laughs, right? I think you can imagine what that is. A barrel of laughs, a barrel full of laughs. So we use it to describe someone. He's an absolute barrel of laughs. You'll have a great time with him. Okay, so that is the end of the language section. Don't forget, look at the webpage, teacherluke.podomatic.com. You can see all of the idioms that I've just um, introduced to you there on the page with definitions. You can also see a picture of Susan Boyle um, and you will see a link to the YouTube video. Um, and you can also read the scripts of the conversation between Susan and the judges and you can read the lyrics of her song. That's it. Don't forget to email me, Luke Teacher at hotmail.com let me know what you think of Susan Boyle let me know what you think of the podcast this is the longest podcast I've done yet each podcast is getting longer and longer every time I hope you don't mind this is about 45 minutes long so please let me know what you think of the podcast give me some feedback give me some comments if it's too long let me know I'll make them shorter that's the end of the podcast bye 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 Thanks for downloading Luke's English Podcast. Don't forget to email me at luketeacher at hotmail.com. If you enjoyed this episode of Luke's English Podcast, consider signing up for Luke's English Podcast Premium. You'll get regular premium episodes with stories, vocabulary, grammar and pronunciation teaching from me and the usual moments of humour and fun. Plus, with your subscription, you will be directly supporting my work and making this whole podcast project possible. For more information about Luke's English Podcast Premium, go to teacherluke.co.uk slash premium info.